Hey everyone, it's Mr. Matt. After this story, please check out my collection of Mr. Matt Originals featuring Bubba the Giraffe. Would you like to hear your name and favorite animal in a story that you helped create? People from around the world send ideas for adventures for Bubba to go on and even get characters named after them. You can find my original stories all the way at the top of my channel. Enjoy! Hey everyone, welcome back to Mr. Matt's Storytime. Today, we've got a special book that comes recommended to us from our five-year-old friend, Joey. I present to you Diary of a Wimpy Kid by Jeff Kinney. September, Tuesday. First of all, let me get something straight. This is a journal, not a diary. I know what it says on the cover, but when mom went out to buy this thing, I specifically told her to get one that didn't say diary on it. Great. All I need is for some kid to catch me carrying this book around and get the wrong idea. The other thing I want to clear up right away is that this was mom's idea, not mine. But if she thinks I'm going to write down my feelings in here or whatever, she's crazy. So just don't expect me to be all Dear Diary this and Dear Diary that. The only reason I agreed to do this at all is because I figure later on when I'm rich and famous, I'll have better things to do than answer people's silly questions all day long. So this book is going to come in handy. Like I said, I'll be famous one day. But for now, I'm stuck in middle school with a bunch of goof-offs. Let me just say for the record that I think middle school is the silliest idea ever invented. You've got kids like me who haven't hit their growth spurt yet mixed in with these gorillas who need to shave twice a day. And then they wonder why bullying is such a big problem in middle school. If it were up to me, grade levels would be based on height, not age. But then again, I guess that would mean kids like Chira Gupta would be still stuck in the first grade. Today's the first day of school, and right now we're just waiting around for the teacher to hurry up and finish the seating chart. So I figured I might as well write in this book to pass the time. By the way, let me give you some good advice. On the first day of school, you gotta be real careful where you sit. You walk into the classroom and just plunk yourself down on any old desk, and next thing you know, the teacher is saying, I hope you all like where you're sitting, because these are your permanent seats. Ah. So in this class, I got stuck with Chris Hosey in front of me and Lionel James in back of me. Jason Brill came in late and almost sat to my right, but luckily I stopped that from happening at the last second. Is this seat taken? Yes, yes! Next period, I should just sit in the middle of a bunch of hot girls as soon as I step in the room. But I guess if I do that, it just proves I didn't learn anything from last year. Man, I don't know what's up with girls these days. It used to be a whole lot simpler back in elementary school. The deal was, if you were the fastest runner in your class, you got all the girls. And in fifth grade, the fastest runner was Ronnie McCoy. Nowadays, it's a whole lot more complicated. Now it's about the kind of clothes you wear, or how rich you are, or if you have a cute butt or whatever. 
and kids like Ronnie McCoy are scratching their heads wondering what the heck happened. The most popular boy in my grade is Bryce Anderson. The thing that really stinks is that I've always been into girls, but kids like Bryce have only come around in the last couple of years. I remember how Bryce used to kick back and act in elementary school. Girls are stinky poos. Yeah. Hey, I don't think girls are stinky poos. But of course, I don't get any credit for sticking with girls all this time. Like I said, Bryce is the most popular kid in our grade, so that leaves all the rest of us guys scrambling for other spots. The best I can figure is that I'm somewhere around 52nd or 53rd most popular this year. But the good news is that I'm about to move up one spot because Charlie Davies is above me and he's getting braces next week. I try to explain all this popularity stuff to my friend Rowley, who's probably hovering right around the 150 mark, by the way. But I think this just goes in one ear and out the other with him. Wednesday. Today, we had phys ed. So the first thing I did when I got outside was sneak off to the basketball court to see if the cheese was still there. And sure enough, it was. That piece of cheese has been sitting on the blacktop since last spring. I guess it must have dropped out of someone's sandwich or something. After a couple of days, the cheese started getting all moldy and nasty. Nobody would play basketball on the court where the cheese was, and even though that was the only court that had a hoop with a net. Then one day, this kid named Darren Walsh touched the cheese with his finger, and that's what started this thing called the cheese touch. It's basically like the cooties. If you get the cheese touch, you're stuck with it until you pass it on to someone else. The only way to protect yourself from the cheese touch is to cross your fingers. But it's not that easy remembering to keep your fingers crossed every moment of the day. I ended up taping mine together so they'd stay crossed all the time. I got a D in handwriting, but it was totally worth it. This one kid named Abe Hall got the cheese touch in April, and nobody would even come near him for the rest of the year. This summer, Abe moved away to California and took the cheese touch with him. I just hope someone doesn't start the cheese touch up again, because I don't need that kind of stress in my life anymore. Thursday. I'm having a seriously hard time getting used to the fact that summer is over and I have to get out of bed every morning to go to school. My summer did not exactly get off to a great start thanks to my older brother, Roderick. A couple of days into summer vacation, Roderick woke me up in the middle of the night. He told me I slept through the whole summer, but that luckily I woke up just in time for the first day of school. You might think I was pretty dumb for falling for that one, but Roderick was dressed up in his school clothes and set my alarm ahead to make it look like it was the morning. Plus, he already closed my curtains so I couldn't see that it was still dark out. After Roderick woke me up, I just got dressed and went downstairs to make myself some breakfast, like I do every morning on a school day. But I guess I must have made a pretty big racket because the next thing I know, Dad was downstairs yelling at me for eating Cheerios at 3 in the morning. It took me a minute to figure out what the heck was going on. And after I did, I told Dad that Roderick had played a trick on me and he was the one that should be getting yelled at. Dad walked down to the basement to chew Roderick out and I tagged along. I couldn't wait to see Roderick get what was coming to him. But Roderick covered up his tracks pretty good 
And to this day, I'm sure Dad thinks I've got a screw loose or something. Friday. Today at school, we got assigned to reading groups. They don't come right out and tell you if you're in the gifted group or the easy group, but you can figure out pretty easily right away by looking at the covers of the books they hand out. Einstein as a child. Bink says boo. I was pretty disappointed to find out I got in the put in the gifted group because that just means a lot of extra work. When they did the screening at the end of last year, I did my best to make sure I got put in the easy group this year. Uh, Fred picked up the b b b uh, the book. Whew, thanks. Mom is real tight with our principal, so I'll bet she stepped in and made sure I got put in the gifted group again. Mom is always saying I'm a smart kid, but that I just don't apply myself. But if there's one thing I learned from Roderick, it's to set people's expectations real low so you end up surprising them by practically doing nothing at all. Roderick, I want you to put your dirty underwear off this kitchen table before I get home from work. Uh, later that day. Great job, Roderick. Uh-huh. Actually, I'm kind of glad my plan to get put in the easy group didn't work. I saw a couple of the Bink Says Boo kids holding their books upside down, and I don't think they were joking. Saturday. Well, the first week of school is finally over, so today I slept in. Most kids wake up early on Saturday to watch cartoons or whatever, but not me. The only reason I get out of bed at all on the weekends is because eventually I can't stand the taste of my own breath anymore. (sighs) Unfortunately, though, Dad wakes up at 6 o'clock in the morning no matter what day of week it is, and he is not real considerate of the fact that I'm trying to enjoy my Saturday like a normal person. I didn't have anything to do today, so I just headed up to Rowley's house. Rowley is technically my best friend, but that's definitely subject to change. I've been avoiding Rowley since the first day of school when he did something that really annoyed me. We were getting our stuff from our lockers at the end of the day, and Rowley came up to me and said, Uh, do you want to come over and play at my house? I've told Rowley at least a billion times that now that we're in middle school, you're supposed to say hang out and not play. But no matter how many noogies I give him, he always forgets the next time. I've been trying to be a lot more careful about my image ever since I got to middle school. But having Rowley around is definitely not helping. I met Rowley a few years ago when he moved into my neighborhood. His mom bought him this book called How to Make Friends in New Places. And he came to my house trying all these silly gimmicks. Knock, knock. Huh? Thermos. Excuse me? Thermos be some way to tickle your funny bone. Say what? I guess I kind of felt sorry for Rowley, and I decided to take him under my wing. It's been great having him around, mostly because I get to use all the tricks Roderick pulls on me. Hey, did you know that if your hand is bigger than your face, it's a sign of low intelligence? Huh? Really? Ha! Gotcha! Frap! Oh, but I... Do I have low intelligence? Hmm, let me check again. And that, my friends, was the first week of Diary of a Wimpy Kid. We'll pick it up with the next week on the next episode of Mr. Matt's Storytime. 
Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Bye! Thanks for listening! If you'd like to help keep kids excited about books and stories, please consider supporting my podcast via the link in this story's description or via Venmo at Mr. Matt Storytime, altogether no apostrophe.